I'm on the other side this morning in the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we flipped here. sides. We did flip sides. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you are listening to the podcast, our producer is switching our spot in the middle of the video. This is great. That was great. Good morning. How are you? We're moving, we're grooving. Welcome to a new year. 2024 has begun. Right. So exciting. I hope you all have had a great start to your new year. Uh, welcome once again to your favorite pro-life morning show, Wake Up to Life with Lauren and Nate. Once again, I'm your co-host, Laura Muzica, President and CEO of Sidewalk Advocates for Life. Cheers. And I'm Nate Robertson, Vice President of Sidewalk Advocates for Life. And again, it's such a great honor for us, a great joy for us to join you today and each and every Friday as we talk about what's going on in the pro-life world and how we can continue to work to change hearts and minds on this most important issue of our times, the cause of life. That's right. We always say prayer, news, stories, a special interview, tips, devotional prayer. It is all right here, folks. Just as a reminder, this show is available every Friday live by Facebook Live as well as YouTube. And now it's also available wherever you get your podcast. Well, Nate, a new year is upon us. Uh, did you have a good New Year's? We did. So Kristen's birthday is January 1st. So that's always fun. It's always a party. So we had a good time. Um, here at our house, we can actually see fireworks from clear across Orlando. So we stand on the roof outside of our bedroom um, on New Year's Eve night, and we watch everybody else's fireworks displays for about 10, 15 minutes. So it's really fun. Just to clarify, do you stand on the roof or the balcony? No, on the roof. On the roof outside of our windows. Yeah. Is that is that safe? <laughs> yeah, of course it's safe. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's safe wow. enough. We, we all get out there um, and, and enjoy the, the show. Okay. So you guys are risking like, uh, I don't know, what would that be? Deep diving or something like that? <laughs> That's impressive. I would I would be scared out of my mind to stand on the roof and watch fireworks. I would, I would be the idiot that would be like, oh, look how pretty that is. And then I'd go off the side. Right. So well, it's not it's, like it's it's not like it's a really like steep pitched roof or something. Okay. It's, it's well, pretty flat with a little bit of a pitch. So fair. OK, especially if you're bringing the kids up there. I'm sure you guys. That's right. That risk so we'll be fair to you in that regard i'm afraid of heights and so you know i'm the person that's walking on the second level of the mall and i'm like oh it's so far down right <laughs> so it, that that's just me in a nutshell but anyways yeah. we had a great new year's we just spent it with friends and hung out and i ate way too much and now i'm trying to get off all the holiday weight that i gained right isn't that normally the story so people that's give normally me, how it goes right they give me way too much peppermint bark Peppermint bark is, it is, it is something, let me tell you. And I'm so sad when it disappears and I'm so excited when it comes back. So I think we've got about what, 10 more months before peppermint bark comes back or everything's on clearance right now. So I need to run to the store and stock up. But anyways, peppermint bark is dangerous at the holidays. That's funny. It, it is. All right. Well, uh, we have got a really exciting show for you all today. We are, I'm not even going to spoil our special interview. You're just going to have to wait until the segment and see this really, really special person and company that we are interviewing this week that is really changing the world through their mission and their unique products. And so we can't wait to share her and them with you. With all that being said, I think it's time to get rolling. Nate, you want to lead us with a word of prayer? 
Yeah, it sounds good. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be together again this morning. We thank you for all the great things that you're doing throughout um, the pro-life, pro-love movement. We pray that you would continue to guide each of us as we continue to fulfill our unique role in the movement and what you've called us to do. God, I pray for our sidewalk advocates across the country today and throughout this weekend as they are on sidewalks of abortion and abortion referral facilities, reaching out to women and men in need, that you would continue to give them the grace and the peace that they need as they walk out our mission of just starting conversations and being your hands and feet. God, I pray that you would be with all of those working within the pregnancy help organizations across the country as they continue to do the same in a different capacity. God, we pray this morning for those who are considering a pregnancy decision, that you would speak to their heart, that you would show them the opportunities um, that are in front of them that may look like obstacles, but are opportunities for you to show your power. And God, we just pray that you bless our show today and bless our time together. And we'll continue to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Nate. All right, here is our pro-life, pro-family headline. Again, we always kick off the show with this to let you know what's going on in this world and what we can do as a people of faith and conscience to respond well. So our headline this morning is pro-life Americans must fight ballot measures for abortions up until birth. So this was an, an, an admonishment from one of our colleagues in the movement, Michael J. New. He's a research associate at Catholic University of America and an associate scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute. And as the new year kicked off, he gave the pro-life movement some important advice as we, again, move into 2024. So he says that this year is looking to be a vital year for the pro-life movement. So we've got the federal and the state level, right? So he said at the federal level, Republican members of Congress will again have to fight to save the Hyde Amendment, right? Which prevents Americans for paying for abortions through their tax dollars. They will also attempt to thwart efforts by the FDA under the Biden administration to make chemical abortion pills more available. Of course, a victory by a pro-life presidential candidate in November could measurably advance a culture of life through both executive branch appointments and judicial nominations, Dr. New says. However, and, and I wanna put a huge emphasis on this because I think that this is the, the possible crises that we're facing here in post-Row America at this particular juncture. He said some of the most important political activity will take place at the state level. A recent article from the Catholic News Agency indicates that supporters of legal abortion, listen to this, are planning on running direct de democracy campaigns in as many as 12 states in this year's election cycle. So it's hardly a secret that we as a pro-life movement have not fared well so far in the handful of statewide direct de democracy campaigns since the Dobbs decision was handed down and the decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. However, there's some important and unique opportunities for us. So first off, um, people are, the pro-abortion lobby is targeting Florida. Um, so this is Nate's state. This is where Nate is located, right? They're seeking to place a proposition on the Florida ballot that would add a right to abortion before viability to the state's constitution. However, because of the way that Florida's constitution is written, they will have to obtain 60% of the vote to, to prevail. And so far, the ballot propositions that we had in Michigan, Ohio, and other states never received more than 60%. So this actually bodes well for, for us, for our side, right? Second, 
supporters of legal abortion are attempting to use direct dem democracy to place legal abortion in the constitutions of some very red states, meaning some very you know, pro-life, pro-family states, including Missouri, South Dakota, Arkansas, Nebraska. So these are states where, uh, again, if you think back to the election in 2020, Donald Trump defeated Joe Biden by more than 15 percentage points. In fact, there's a, a lot of internal fighting, in, internal infighting, excuse me, among supporters of legal abortion in both Missouri and Arkansas, because some feel that a ballot proposition explicitly legalizing mid and late term abortions would be rejected by voters, right? And that would just show their weakness. So again, we've got many important federal and state elections taking place this year. We will have to raise substantial resources and make the best strategic choices. It's an all hands on deck moment. We realize that thousands of innocent lives are literally at stake this election cycle. So this is kind of what we wanted to put before all of you today is that if you are in one of these states that may be at risk for one of these confusing ballot propositions, and again, we believe here in, in democracy at Sidewalk Advocates for Life, right? We don't ever think that life should be on the ballot. That's a God-given right. But at the same time, as it, as it comes up, we need to be doing anything and everything that we can to defend life. And what we've seen in these other states is that these ballot propositions are phrased in such a way or lumped in with other things to where even Christians are headed into the voting booth and they end up voting for abortion until the point of birth because they don't understand what they're voting for. And so education is a huge part of these ballot propositions. We need to be educating our friends and neighbors about what the abortion lobby is up to and what we can do to turn the tide in our various states now that the issue of life has been handed back to the states in the uh, post Roe v. Wade era. So Nate, your thoughts as you know, we discussed Florida and all the other states uh, interesting things coming down the pike this year. Yeah, it is very interesting. And we knew that this is where we were headed, right? We knew that it would become a very, um, a very tense at times state battle of how are we going to protect life and at what levels? What we have unfortunately seen since the Dobbs decision is that the state initiatives have all failed to protect life. And I think that we see a couple of things, and, and I'm not the researcher that Dr. New is, but we see a few things, including them lumping items together, right? And they're, they're basically making an abortion amendment about much more than really just abortion. And they're trying to say, well, you know, that it's going to take away, you know, other rights. So we have to protect abortion because of X, right? And so trying to lump other things together is creating um, part of that challenge. And so I also think that what we have to do is we have to really look at what is moving the needle in, in creating change in communities and how do we focus that? How do we really work to change hearts and minds and make people realize what they are really voting for? I think what you were saying is so correct, right? People are confused, they don't understand these initiatives and they need to really understand what they are voting for. I do think that it brings up the questions and we've raised these a few times of do we need to find some some kind of middle ground on working towards state level initiatives so that we are making sure that life is protected at some point in the gestational process even if we all believe that life should be protected at conception do we need to figure out 
um, you know, a point in the gestation that we need to work very hard to protect in state constitutions to make sure that these extreme initiatives of abortion being legal all the way till the very end of pregnancy are not continuing to be the goal of the abortion, uh, you know, of the, uh, not, not the goal, but uh, continuing to be the mechanism that is being used to legalize abortion, you know, in state constitutions. It is concerning that it's happening in a lot of these very conservative states, and we need to be very aware, vigilant, and people need to know what's happening in their, um, you know, their process and their political process in each state. This is why it's so important that people really understand civics. They understand how state constitutions work. They understand how ballot initiatives work. They understand the petition process and they get involved. So I guess what I'm always saying is we need to be more involved, we need to be more educated, and we need to help people to understand what we're up against. While every day we know that we can be a part of changing the culture through being a part of sidewalk advocates, being a part of having conversations regarding life, so that we are helping to change the individual hearts and minds of people alongside of working towards changing our culture. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you were talking just about strategy just now. You know, what is it going to take for us to protect life at any stage? Because when these ballot mm -hmm. propositions, these initiatives go through, they're legalizing abortion through all nine months of pregnancy, in effect, right. in the state constitution. And that's scary, right? Because the state constitution is king. Um, another that's idea right. that had been thrown out there is some sort of proactive human life amendment that if the right. pro-life, pro-family states could actually put something in their state constitution that says, you know, that we protect life uh, at all stages or at least a good part of pregnancy or something like that, right? This might be a way around it. So um, people smarter than I am are having discussions about this, right? Uh, I'm an attorney, but I'm not actually practicing law. I've got a lot of colleagues who are, you know, debating this right now. What is the best way to protect life in our various states? Um, and so we're going to continue to watch this and uh, keep you posted on what is going on. So thank you, Nate. Absolutely. Good. All right. Well, it is time for our victory story. I have the victory story this week, and it's going to be pretty simple. Um, I was getting ready to pull one of our many beautiful stories that we experience on the sidewalk and um, share that with you this morning. But instead, there was something else that was on my heart that I thought I would put forward during the segment. And that is that we have begun a new story here in 2024. And the year has not been written yet. We have, in effect, uh, for the most part, a blank canvas in front of us. And what I want everybody to do is just pause for a moment. Maybe it's not right at this moment on the show. Maybe it's over a cup of coffee and a moment of prayer a little bit later today or tomorrow morning. And I want you to just sit quietly and invite the Lord into that space. And I want you to ask the Lord what story he wants to write through you this year, especially when it comes to your pro-life outreach. There are so many of us that sometimes hold ourselves back from the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Maybe we question it, right? We say, well, who am I to start that pregnancy center or to start a team of sidewalk advocates in front of my local abortion or abortion referral facility? Who am I to you know, step up and start this new pro-life initiative? And my question to you is, if not you, then who? Um, 
God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. And I just want to encourage you that if you have a tug on your heart to get out to the sidewalk more, to start a sidewalk advocate team, to start a pregnancy center, to go ahead and pick up the phone to maybe say Vans for Life or one of the other mobile unit providers and actually talk about what it would look like to bring a mobile medical unit to your community and park it in front of your local abortion or abortion referral facility. I want to encourage you just to even run with that for a little bit and see how that feels because there is so much good and holy work to be done. There are mothers that need to hear the good news of hope, help, options, and resources. And it's not time for us to sit on the sidelines forever to be questioning ourselves or, you know, to go, oh, is that from God or is that from God? I just want to encourage you to go ahead and take the next steps and continue to pray and to discern what it is that he is asking you to do. And one more thought is that I want you to pretend that we are here in 2025. So beginning of the year, 2025, and you're able to look back on this past year, what would you be most proud of? And that's a great question in every area of our lives when it comes to family and relationships, when it comes to the work that we do, if, you know, hopefully we're glorifying the, the Lord and the big and the small things that we do, even at work, right? Even if we're not in ministry directly, are we honoring the Lord in the way that we conduct our work and the way that we serve others? Um, and then when it comes to our ministry itself, what we do on the side to serve the body of Christ, what we do to help moms who are in crisis and, and serve really the greatest human rights movement on earth. What would you be most proud of? What would you be able to say that God did through you in 2024? And again, we're not going to know all of it. Some of it may not be revealed to us until later this year, but I want to encourage you to start asking those questions so that when you come to this point next year, you're going to be able to look back and say, wow, I said yes. I said yes to what God put on my heart. And even if I started to move and he redirected me or he, you know, had me go down the alleyway or make a detour or, or had to make a detour, right? I at least did my best to follow him. And that's always something to be proud of. So I just wanted to put that forward, forward that your victory story in 2024 hasn't been written yet, but you can be a part of writing it here very quickly. There you go. I love it. That's such a great, great um, victory story just remember today. Sorry, I'm having some trouble with my camera for a second. So apologies for that. Um, so right after that, I just want to go right into our tip today, too, which really goes along really well with what Lauren was just saying as we look at this new year from what is the story going to be that's going to be written this new year. I also want to remind you as my tip today about resources for the sidewalk. And what are you doing as we begin this new year to update your resources that you have available to you when you are on the sidewalk reaching out to men and women who are going in and out of abortion and abortion referral facilities? Have you reviewed your community resource sheet to make sure that your information is up to date, that the community partners that you're working with are accurate, that their hours are accurate, maybe their contact information if it needs a refresh, ways to connect? Maybe you need to refresh your community resource sheet and think about adding some QR codes that make it easier for people to scan and go directly to a website. Maybe it's that you need to look at the, the pamphlets, the brochures that you're handing out and make sure that those are the, the most beneficial to your outreach. We would love for you to consider using um, our, um, our materials. If you are a Sidewalk Advocate chapter or location, you can use our um, resources that you can find in Leader Store if you're one of our leaders. But I want you to just think about all of the resources that you are using 
as you are getting ready for this new year. Also, any other pro-life organizations in your community, churches who are willing to help with moms in need, those people around you who are critical to the mission. I am so excited about uh, this beautiful woman of God who is doing incredible work and has already served as an incredible witness through her company and the special products of that company. So our special interview this morning is president and co-founder of Every Life, Sarah Gable Cypher. Sarah Gable, we are so excited about you, the work uh, and mission of Every Life. So go ahead and introduce us to Every Life. Tell us a little bit more about your work and mission and products. Well, I would love to. And thank you so much for having me this morning. It's an honor to be here. We love all the work that you're doing at Sidewalk Advocates. Yeah. We're proud to be a partner with you in this mission and this fight that we're all in to protect the unborn. So at Every Life, we are the first unapologetically pro-life diaper company on the market. It sounds pretty crazy to say that out loud, but every single major diaper company that's out there today is supporting abortion in some form or fashion, either financially or vocally or both. And so as a brand new parent, that was really appalling and shocking to learn. And we decided to create the solution to say, no longer are we gonna have baby brands not protecting and celebrating every precious life. We need to be a company that believes every child is a gift from God, deserving of love, protection and celebration. And so that's the very thing that we are doing at Every Life. The wonderful thing is not only are we pro-life in our stance, but we also put our money where our mouth is. And we make sure that we put actions behind our words. We have a beautiful program. It's called Buy for a Cause. And that's an opportunity for people who even uh, may that may not have babies and diapers to participate in our mission and buy a bundle of diapers and wipes uh, to support a pregnancy center. That's an urgent need of these supplies so they can help a family that has chosen life for their baby. So I love that we are spreading the love. We are spreading the pro-life mission. We are getting these diapers in the hands of families who really need them and allows everybody to be a part and to make a difference because everyone's asking to your point earlier, Lauren, what can I do? What can I do to be a part of this mission? And this is a simple way for everybody to engage. The last thing that I'll say about every life is that obviously we have our incredible values. We're rooted in faith. We champion parenthood. We love life. We love babies. But we also have an incredible product. It's high performing. It's clean ingredients, 12 hour leak protection. Uh, it works through the night. I have a four month, a 14 month old and I'm so encouraged and grateful that I can sit here and say it's the best diaper that I've ever used on my child. So as a parent, you care about the products you're putting on your baby. You think about what's inside of it, right? And so I'm very encouraged that we have a quality product that works as well. And parents are raving. We are the fastest growing diaper company to exist in America up until this point. So we're honored to be available, to be a solution. And again, excited to be here today and partnered with amazing organizations like Sidewalk Advocates. Mm. So, so awesome. You know, we just love it. I'm just so encouraged. We're, we've just had such a great time getting to know you all and, and just being able to partner with you. So thank you for what you're doing. You know, you mentioned how, you know, companies out there, um, you know, sometimes join themselves to causes that hurt families and hurt life. Why do you think it is so important that companies be unafraid to stand for what they believe in, especially right now in this day and age? Nate, I absolutely love that question because I'm very passionate about companies standing up, especially for life, because there's tens of millions of Americans that are actually looking for companies to stand up 
to be vocal because unfortunately the other side is very vocal. They're unafraid in what they're projecting. And it's not the message of the gospel. It's not the truth. It's not uh, as believers, as Americans, what we need to be supporting. So as a small business, as, as a business owner, the time is now to stand up and speak and to let Americans know that you exist. So that way we can support you. People are looking to support you. Um, it, it's only going to be a win for your company. We're really honored to be a wholly owned subsidiary, Every Life to Public Square, which is the largest marketplace of pro-life, pro-freedom, pro-American, pro-family, pro-life businesses. And so if you're looking to find a community that also is with you as a business owner, it's on Public Square. And you're going to find a network of, of over a million consumers now that are looking to shop in alignment with their values. I think people right now, Nate and Lauren, are looking for a solution. People are waking up to the realities of the times that we're in. And there is power in what you spend. There is power in the wallet. And you can vote every single day with your wallet. So as a company, I encourage you to stand up, to be unafraid, to share that you're pro-life, to share that you're you're all about America, you're all about our country and our constitution, because I believe that's how we win. I believe that's how we fight back. And the parallel economy is strong. It's rising up. And I'm actually very hopeful for our country and for our future because of these businesses that are deciding to make a difference and to stand up in their values. Mm, Preach, I love that. that was so good. So good. I know, right? Oh, so good. So good. Well, Sarah Gable, I, we would love to have you on like again. And uh, man, we could talk all morning. This has just been a thrilling conversation and so encouraging, I know, to me and, and no doubt, as we can see in the comments here to so many people. Tell us how people can find Every Life in your products. And I believe you have a special discount code for everybody listening, right? We do. Absolutely. So you can go to everylife.com and that's where you can purchase our diapers, our wipes, our bundle. One thing that's really special about an option on our website is you can actually subscribe to be on an honor renew service. You get 10% off when you do that. Plus you save on free shipping and you don't have to worry about those diapers and wipes at your doorstep. Uh, they come to your doorstep every single month. So you don't have to worry about those late night runs if you forget as a busy mom. And you can text uh, the, the text message to edit or change or pause your order at any time. So I very much encourage the auto renew service on our website at everylife.com. The wonderful thing is that we also have a discount for your community, Sidewalk 10. If you use that at checkout, you also get 10% off on your order. And what I love most about that discount code is that 10% goes back to Sidewalk Advocate. So every time that discount code is used, it actually blesses your ministry. And that's what we're all about. We're all about gathering together as a pro-life community, helping each other. And so using that code is just a small way to do that. So we hope that you'll join us on our mission. We like to say at Every Life, we're not only changing diapers. That's very important. Being a parent is the greatest gift of all, but we are also changing lives in the process. So every single purchase you make is making an impact. It's making a difference. So we'd be honored to have anyone join us Think about our Buy for a Cause program. Follow us on, on Instagram, Every Life Co., where we can update you on all the exciting things we're doing because we really believe we're just getting started over here at Every Life. I love it. So good. Okay, so everylife.com, discount code SIDEWALK10. I hope you all will take advantage of that. We'll be reposting that uh, just after the show as well. And Sarah Gable, we are cheering you all on at Every Life. Like you said, it's one of the greatest joys of, of our ministry to partner with a company like yours. So thank you for your witness. Stay strong. 
you are in a tough industry, but I'm thrilled to hear that you're getting the support that you deserve. And, and, you know, Hey, this is a principle of all of us is, is excellence. And you have an incredible product too, that will serve parents well. So I hope everybody will take advantage of that. If you don't have kiddos in diapers right now, you can go ahead and set up a special subscription to your local pregnancy resource center. I love that idea. And that is just something simple that we can all do to be part of the, of building a culture of life. So thank you again, Sarah Gable. We are going to have you back on, uh, on the show here uh, very shortly, I'm sure. So keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, so good, right? I'm like over here, so like my hands in the air. Amen. Preach it, sister, right? We need more companies like Every Life in America because the other side has so many that are sold out to the culture of death so many mainstream companies, places that you and I shop at every day where we may not have another choice, where we have to, in a sense, indirectly to our protest, participate in their values, you know? And like Sarah Gable said, it is so important to remember that um, really, at least indirectly, we're voting with our wallet. And understandably, so many of us don't have a choice in the marketplace. You know, I mean, I'm here in North Dallas, suburbia. I'm limited sometimes in where I can go get my fabric softener and (laughs) other things, right? We'd have to completely rearrange our our life to sometimes shop at companies that that have the family values, uh, the important intrinsic values to America that we all know and love. Um, But now with the advent of online shopping in the last couple of decades we do have other options available to us and i love companies like every life and seven weeks coffee that are starting to provide for us another choice right that's That's really what it's all about so so good absolutely it's so important let's let's keep voting with our wallets let's think about where we're shopping where our dollars are going so that's great yeah thanks lauren I think it's time for our devotional and then time for some closing prayer before we send you on your way this Friday morning. Today I have for you Isaiah 26, verse 3, which says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You know, it's maybe a verse that I've mentioned before, but I love it so much that it's so clear that God is reminding us that he will keep us in perfect peace as we keep our mind stayed on him, as we trust in him, we put our cares in, in onto him. And we don't try to shoulder all the problems of the world or even the problems of our own life and our family's life. But we, when we allow God to be uh, you know, a part of that, when we allow God to be the one who is in charge of our problems, that, you know, in charge of solutions, that we can know that he will provide uh, he will provide, he will take care of us. That when we trust in him, we can, you know, make sure that our minds are in peace. So this morning, I just want to encourage you with Isaiah 26, verse 3. Take some time, read all of Isaiah 26, read a couple more chapters if you have time. Spend some time meditating and praying on the reality that we have an opportunity and we have a choice to allow ourselves to be at peace when we put our trust in God, when we allow him to be in charge of solutions and not not try to be so um, so involved in it ourselves, doing what he's called us to do, but not um, really being in control of the of the outcome, so to speak, but allowing him to be that one who is working out the outcomes for our good. You know, it reminds me of Romans eight twenty eight as well, which says that 
you know, that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So let's keep all of that in mind today and throughout this weekend and this next week. If you would pray with me as we get ready to close the show. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to be together again this Friday. Thank you for every life and what they are doing to change the marketplace in the diapers and wipes space. God, thank you for companies throughout the Public Square Network who are working to um, really highlight their pro-family values as we work to change a culture, one voice, one person, one decision at a time. God, I pray that you would continue to bless Sidewalk Advocates for Life and all that we are doing across the country. Bless our Sidewalk Advocates today. Bless all of those who are working in the pregnancy help organizations around the country and worldwide, that we would continue to be a voice um, for those who are in desperate need of help, that we would continue to be a helping hand and a, and a hand up for women and men in need, that we would continue to showcase the realities of the human rights of those who are pre-born. And God, we just thank you for all the miracles you are doing. The miracles that we see and the miracles that we don't see will continue to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise for all that you are doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nate. I want to highlight a special comment that just came through. Uh, Lindsay, one of our beloved sidewalk advocates in the Omaha area, said that she just arrived at the abortion facility. Every time she goes, uh, she says that there are many women there. And so let's pray for Lindsay this morning and let's pray for all sidewalk advocates, sidewalk counselors, prayer volunteers this morning as they head out to the abortion facility. Friday morning is a busy day at the abortion facility. Saturday morning is a busy day at the abortion facility. I believe those are the two most popular days of the week for abortion. So if you all would just have a moment to, to cover Lindsay and her team in prayer, as well as anyone else who may be interfacing with women in crisis and giving them hope and help. Uh, we're going to stand in prayer and faith that they will see miracles this morning. So thank That's you for right. doing that. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Wake Up to Life with Lauren and Nate. We'll be back here next Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook Live, YouTube, as well as wherever you get podcasts. Until then, have a great week, everybody. Talk have a soon. great week. See Bye. ya. Bye.